Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast. It's an amazing show starring two people that you probably know because you're listening to the show. Will Averill and Nelson. If you're not cracking a beer already, pause, go get it, because the show's about to start. Hello. We're in. Hi. This is exciting. I'm flustered. Are you? We're not doing things in the normal way, ladies and gentlemen, because no. we have a, flustered. a guest on. I got real high on the way here. <laughs> You're leading with that? Yeah. You're leading with the I'm real high opener. Yeah, man. I'm just trying to explain why I'm so flustered. Wow. We're using a different system. Yeah. I like how when you say you're I didn't get a lot of sleep. I like how when you say you're flustered, you don't sound flustered. It's like... Do I not sound flustered? You sound uh, maybe a tinge flustered, but not like when I get flustered, but I'm like, I'm flustered. Yeah. Yeah, you're just like, I'm flustered. I feel like your your tone is more vexed than flustered. Really? Yeah. Could be. You know know who would know the difference is our guest, Rob Schulte. Rob Schulte! Hello. Hi. (laughs) I don't know the difference, but I'm going to trust that if you are flustered, you are a different type of flustered will than uh, Nelson is. That's true. I would say unflappable would be the word I would use to describe Nelson's demeanor the majority of the time. I have Mm -hmm. not, and I have lived with this this guy, I have not seen him completely lose his shit. I think he has once. I've heard a story about it, but I don't, he doesn't, he doesn't like lose his shit like I lose my shit, right? And- Chris Nelson, how do you feel about that? It's probably different. I feel like every every person's emotions are a unique snowflake, man. No one looks or feels the same. Hmm. I mean, actually, they kind of feel the same. Has anyone ever tested <laughs> all of the snowflakes to see if that's true? I mean, there's got to have been some repeats by now. Mathematically, they've got to have had at least five repeats. Yeah, and and put out the same singles album like four times, mm-hmm. and it's still not any good because we who needs auto tunes when Man, you're. And I think the same thing about fingerprints. Who yeah, knows? maybe someone a hundred years ago had the same fingerprints as me and committed a bunch of crimes. Whoa, time cop. Maybe you have the same <laughs> fingerprints as Jack the Ripper. Oh, I feel like hey, out of everyone, Jack the Ripper. Yeah, well, I mean, come on, think about it. It's got a nice, the nice, uh, you know, kind of repeating of the vowels of Rob the Ripper. You know, oh uh, my, you like that, Rob the Ripper. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I mean, I think you could get more creative with it, probably. But I like, I understand that you're making a callback to the old, to the old like right. franchise. So you right. need to oh, like, yeah. keep the, the name in there, right? Is that the thing when they uh the the they he made fingerprints on the uh the the pocket watch and there was like charcoal and he had anyway this is double deuce I'm Rob <laughs> yeah. you're trying you're trying to do one of your movie podcasts on us isn't I, that from like time after time or something <laughs> where where uh, HG Wells the Ripper is a time traveler this watch is his passport back to the future is this the first like. Uh, guest that you've had that is not in the same room, and I'm not counting like UK phone calls. Oh, I would because my full, answer full was, blown guest. Yeah, yeah, my answer. We've was had some be phone calls, UK phone calls, but no, you're the first person that we've had that's not in the room for a full episode. Yeah, monumental. This is a monumental double deuce episode, and I yeah. hope that and the it, listeners really appreciate that. It's getting all recorded fancy, like over the phones on your fancy equipment, and and we're using all these things, man. Yeah, it's way different. Before, it's been like Will held his phone up to the mic, 
Yeah. <laughs> like literally that level of technology. Now this is like the kind of technology that NASA uses. Like when your grandpa takes a picture on his phone of the screen of his laptop instead of hitting print screen. That's how we used to do it every that's, time. That's how we, yeah, that's how we still do it. That's okay. That's I think that's completely understandable. Why yeah. have the equipment if the equipment isn't actually needed? You Are know? we far enough along? I'm going to ask you a, a Rob Schulte professional podcaster question. So it's Rob Schulte's professional podcaster corner. Dun, 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 dun. All right, Rob. Now, are we at a place where podcasting has come along far enough in its sort of lifespan that we can legitimately say we're kind of the punk rock of podcasting and that we have no commercial viability? We don't use technology that's available. We can't really play our instruments very well. We plan out nothing, and it's mostly an excuse for us to drink. What's the question? Are you? <laughs> I, I guess I'm asking. He was asking if we were punk rock. I think, but yeah. he went off. He went off on a long explanation of why he thinks we're punk rock. I was before, listening before he let you answer. I guess he's trying to. I think he's trying to sell you one way or the other. Rob. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is like saying things like punk rock is giving yourself an excuse. Now that being said, you don't have to do anything. If you want to make a podcast about hanging out and using the equipment that is on hand and drinking beers with your friend, I think it's totally acceptable. You you just have to own that, like, maybe you won't get certain audience members. You know, maybe some people don't like that. That's okay. The ones that do are your fans. You're talking about wares. Yeah, so, like... Who cares what you could or couldn't be? If your audience likes it and you like your audience, keep going, right? Like, why invest in a whole bunch of stuff if, like, it's not going to do anything different, you know? I feel like that's sort of a motivational and demotivational speech at the same time. It's true. I feel better. Well, it's what you want out of it, you know? Exactly. Right. I like that you left it wide open. Yeah, you want time with your friends? You're getting it. So you're doing perfect. And yes, you're punk rock. Oh, man. Sweet, we're punk rock. Wow, wow I finally got around to getting the answer I wanted out of that. That's the only thing <laughs> that my entire conversation. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Hey, just don't ever uh, text me shitting on my job ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, yeah, I you know that was that was menace. That's one of those places that, that you realize that uh, tweeting something doesn't doesn't give you sort of any sort of sense of tone because uh, your your reaction was understandably upset, whereas my uh, approach was like a ha ha funny joke, but it sure didn't come across that way, and I see that now. Well, I actually knew that that's what you were doing, and I wonder <laughs> yeah. if you could tell that my tone was also like, oh, yeah, okay, just shit on my job. I gotcha, I gotcha. <laughs> right. This is, there was a whole level to this that was yeah. like a level beneath mm-hmm. the level. Um, hey, what's Rob uh, Schulte plugging now is our, is our callback for today. Okay. Uh, so what, let's, let's talk about one of your projects because we've been talking about how punk rock we are. What are you working on? Well, what I'm most excited about right now, I'm releasing a 11-part series for Stitcher Premium, which is kind of like the HBO of podcasting. Yeah, man. You have to spend like $4 to hear stuff. 
Whoa, nice. That's okay. affordable. Yeah, and I mean, it's like four bucks for a month or two, and you get all of this like exclusive comedy content. It's like it's the same company that owns Earwolf, you know? Yeah. So like all of that, and uh, I don't know if you guys know, but when I first moved to New York, I was working on a podcast with Mike Sachs called doing it with Mike Sachs. He's a Vanity Fair editor. He's a comedy writer, that sort of guy, right? Yeah, yeah, I recall that. I remember that show. I follow him on Twitter, and he liked one or two of my comments, so I like Mike Sachs. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mike, last year, got a lot of attention because he found this movie script or a novelization to a movie that came out in the 70s, and he republished it as is, and it was uh-huh. so like crazy and weird that Audible picked it up and like got John Hamm and like Andy Richter and Rhea Seahorn and like all of these people to play the roles from this old trash seventies movie Damn. called Stinker Let's Loose. Oh and yeah, I saw it, that. Yeah, it's about a a truck driving hero like Burt Reynolds esque type of guy teams up with a chimpanzee to deliver a six pack of Schlitz to president um, Jimmy Carter. It's wild. And so Mike had been amazing. on the hunt for the next, like what is another like garage store find? And he was in Maryland and came across a whole bunch of burned CDs <laughs> and a script underneath it about this guy named Randy and Randy is like the quintessential, like endearing but garbage human being. All right. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Like you can see that he's got like some sort of anxiety or, you know, some sort of issues that he's dealing with, but he's not, for lack of a better word, cultured enough to know what's like cool to actually say, you know, Mm. no one's listening to matchbox 20 on repeat the way randy is okay Um, and challenge accepted (laughs) and so mike is now repurposing these cds for stitcher to just release as a one series show of this guy's memoir he called randy up and he got permission to do it and <laughs> so, is, so is it like the Randy story as told by, well, as narrated by Mike Sachs? Is that sort well, no, of? No, here's the crazy thing. Like, since it's already on disc, I just have to like clean it up. You know? <laughs> and so, without giving too much away, Randy's grandmother passed away and sold the family farm and like left it to Randy. And Randy has built like a neighborhood developed like a gated community on the old family farm and now has like enough money to fuck up and make mistakes and keep trying so he like doesn't learn any lessons I'm (laughs) I'm like halfway through this thing and I am like oh my god how are you not dead (laughs) as as like weird as this guy is is like I am sucked into this story and it comes out in May, and I hope I get it done in time. So. Now, now, not to not to sound like a like a, a, a sad fanboy or anything, but the Randy that there was a book version of it, right? That is already out and available. Yeah, there was an actual manuscript that was with the CDs that Mike republished the same way he did with Stinker. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can get that. You can get that on Amazon if you want a little precursor to the the Randy story. Yeah. I've had to adjust a little bit of the book just to like give context to things that you can't read. So I add sound effects here and there, but mm-hmm. yeah. uh, apparently Randy's cool with it. So <laughs> it's going to be fun. Randy sounds like the kind of guy would be cool with someone adding sound effects to something. Yeah. That's the vibe I'm picking up from what you're, <laughs> yes. you're giving to us. <laughs> Can you just like make it sound like a, like a fireworks are going off in this scene? Cause I'm going to be having sex. So <laughs> Well, because like the weird thing is, is that Randy has enough money that he hires an out of work college grad to follow him around and record his story, like a wealthy Medici prince or something. So he's kind of, kind of like a white trash interview with a vampire setup. Yeah, instead of being one room, this guy like follows him to Dave and Buster's or hangs out with him while he gets love okay. in an elevator. Uh, a car horn installed on his good Hummer, you know, it's nuts. I don't want to derail this conversation too much, but can we just all agree that if interview with a vampire had started at David Buster's, it would have been an infinitely better movie. <laughs> I, like oh, yeah. to th- I like to think that yeah. that's where they met. And then they went to that hotel to, to quietly tell the story. Oh God. <laughs> the never before first scene, the unseen first scene. Uh-huh. David Buster's. The vampire Lestat is taking the tickets at the counter. <laughs> <laughs> little, little air hockey where Louis like floating and playing air hockey. <laughs> Perfect. And then out of nowhere, Antonio Banderas shows up. <laughs> but yeah, so that's Randy. I'm really excited about that. That's no, that's really exciting. And when is that launch? The first week of May. But yeah, that's, that's what I'm working on right now. That's Rob Schulte's plug corner, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rob Schulte's big plug corner. Or what's Rob Schulte plug? Ooh, now? that sounds awkward. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's a whole different uh, podcast. Rob Schulte's big plug corner. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to need a bigger boat for that one. But hey, so now you've been in New York for like, has it been two, three years? Uh, I believe April will be, well, April will be four years. Four years. Where Damn. does the time go? Where does the yeah. time go? So what? Uh, how's that? Are you enjoying it? I mean, you want to come back to Kansas? Or are you like, I love New York. Fuck you, Kansas. Or are you like, I like you, Kansas, but I like New York a lot more. So I'm going to take a little of this on the side, but come back occasionally. Tell you you're, you're, you're okay. Well, without I- being like too... I don't want to get too derailed, but... I have a lot of positive and a lot of negative memories associated with living in Kansas, as I'm sure we all do. I don't think I could ever come back there to live, but each time I've come back to visit, I've had a blast. Maybe too much fun. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we came with the greatest generation. And so we did that live show at Bottleneck. Well, well, Will came too. I was uh, sick. I know you were sick. Chris Nelson, Nelson, you get a forever pass because you pledge to my Patreon. So I don't care if you never show up to anything because I thank you for that. Will, but that doesn't mean that I am upset with you. Don't worry about that. Oh no, I know I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no. But is uh, is Lawrence still seems to still be standing? 
You know? Yeah, no, there's really not. We were actually just talking beforehand a little bit with you about like giving you the Lawrence report, and and uh, it's one of those like not really too much has has changed significantly. Um, they uh, the the mayor they just switched mayors, but they're all the same like five people anyway. So that's okay. Uh, and I forgot they did that. And there's uh, there's, I think there's four, <laughs> four chicken places may have gone up. A bunch of chicken places went up since you left. Yeah. Four donut shops opened, four donut shops closed. Yeah, uh, the the cupcake place became uh, a coffee shop. There's an axe throwing place in town. We can throw axes now. I wonder what the like financial viability of that is. I don't know. It probably depends on where you set it up. Yeah, kind of also like escape rooms. But people yeah. still seem to love those, so... I, you know, I did a, an escape room uh, for the first time ever about two months ago, and uh, it was. Uh, How is this just now coming up? Well, because I, heard <laughs> about it, I thought we were friends. Didn't didn't, uh, didn't, but it was like the Y two K escape room in downtown uh, Lawrence. It was it was fun. Uh, Wait, my, it's Y two K themed? Yeah, it was a Y two K theme. It was a Y two K. Oh, party. that's awesome. That yeah, is great. And, like, they, they, put, they put this announcement up at first. It's like this gal like, hey, everything's going to go horribly wrong with the system. <laughs> if you don't fix it, uh, we're not going to survive past Y2K. And then the FBI busts in, which is like this whole thing. This, the production values on this video were so ridiculous. Why did the FBI boring. bust in? Because is there always stick in their nose where it doesn't belong. They didn't bust into the actual room. They busted into the video. Like okay. the, the, this video was taking place at a party that was supposed to be okay. in this room. Uh-huh. And uh, the, But the FBI is like two guys and they're in like waiters outfits uh, and, and sunglasses they don't even look like FBI they guys. didn't even like bother to just stencil FBI on some windbreakers <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think whoever puts together these puzzle rooms was like interns go do the opening video for this <laughs> oh it's so sweet that you think they have interns <laughs> it's true it's true so uh, but, but then the actual the, the puzzle room itself was was okay it was, there was some, some good some good puzzles in there mm-hmm. some of them made more sense than others but uh it was did doable. you did you avert or survive y2k we, we stopped y2k with our, nice. with our hacking skills all right uh, at about 52 minutes out of the hour so we, we had eight minutes to spare all so right that was, that was pretty good I thought i'm really proud good. of you for that i'm glad that happened Thanks. it was a sense of accomplishment for achieving nothing um so <laughs> will you stop y2k well There's, i mean yeah i yeah, mean obviously I get from that that you traveled back in time and did that, and that's why we're we're still here right now. Whoa! That's what I like to believe. I'm going to believe it too. <laughs> All right. I'm glad. Everybody- I have no other evidence to 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 disprove it right now. I'm going to look for some, but, <laughs> but I got that'll none. be another episode, though, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. But here's the thing we'll check is, in. check this out. You're going to be really excited about this. Um, Nelson has been working on uh, a new Lawrence marketing campaign. Uh, marketing corner? Oh, yeah. So, I have. Yeah, you have. Remember the one you've been working on, the really the really good one? Was that what those meetings were? That, that's right. We had those okay. meetings, and, it was, and, and I said that I wasn't recording the stuff, but I was. Okay. Uh, yeah, and but I was. I really like your. News. Wait, which ones where you said you weren't recording the stuff, but you were? <laughs> I they all. I've been recording the whole time. Oh man! All right. So. Oh but, man, I just got Nixon. But your uh, <laughs> your new slogan is priceless. Do you remember the, remember that new slogan? Um. Uh. Yeah, L- Lawrence. Y- usually we got pineapples. 
It's taking the tropical angle. Because uh-huh. uh, yeah. no one would expect that. No our, one would expect a tropical Dillons, angle from Dillons, the middle of America. Our Dylan's right now has pineapples for 99 cents, and that is no bullshit, Rob. You can, go, you can walk into any Dylan's, and they're, they're four. You can walk into any one of them, and you can get a pineapple right now for 99 cents. And who's going to think about that uh, in New York? They're not thinking Kansas pineapples. I'm really right? not. I'm but you not are now. Right. But you are now. You are now, Rob. You were absolutely correct, and I don't think it'll ever be able to leave my head. That's right. Uh-huh. And so now you're going to think to yourself, why am I in New York where the pineapples are like a dollar twenty nine when I could be and in, from who knows where and from who knows where and the quality? I mean, you know, they probably probably don't have the same quality. <laughs> well, I don't know if you you know about this, but there's many more food deserts in the area where I live. So. Really? Some people maybe don't even know about pineapples. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I've heard about those those dreaded like New York food deserts where it's like four blocks between a uh, couple of restaurants. Yeah. Or like the closest grocery store is a bodega. Oh, can I ask you one really important New York question? Do sure. they really is the coffee still really served in those little blue cups with the playing cards on them? Uh, not at any coffee shops I've been to. Okay. Are you talking about like in a coffee machine? Well, maybe. I don't, I've been watching a lot of shows lately on Netflix. And there, have you just been watching York. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? No, <laughs> no. I was actually watching Russian Doll. And are like, people still wearing like three-piece suits everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's how New York was, right? And, 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 and don't you drink scotch every lunch and 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 flirt with your secretaries and and have horrible marriages? Um, no, I'm so sorry to break that bubble for you, Will. And we're out of time. I think that was more a 50s, we, we, we 50s thing. We can't. You know, I just want to, before we get away from everything, I was just sitting here thinking about pineapple that whole time. Right. And you know what I appreciate is like those videos on the internet where someone like cuts a pineapple a different way than you've seen ever before. And there's a bunch of videos where like in each time it's like, I haven't seen someone cut a pineapple like that before. And I haven't run into one yet where it, it's not a new way to cut a pineapple. I'm like, Jesus, man, the, the, the infinite pleasures of the material world. <laughs> I really enjoy the joy you get from that pineapple video. And yeah, that's where we have to leave today's show. <laughs> the infinite joys of the pineapple world. Well, thank you, Rob Schulte. Do I get to plug anything else? Uh, yeah. yeah. Plug one more thing. One more thing. Yeah. I'll shave two minutes off the editing time. Don't worry. All right. Well, we had a little edit in the middle, right? As you know, mm-hmm. well, as you guys know, the audience may not know. I have two indie podcasts. One's called Pumpkin Spice Podcast, and it is about horror films that I do with my friend Brittany High. And the other podcast is called The TV Show Show that I also host with my good friend, Brittany High. They're good shows. Yeah, thank you. I listen to them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's fun. One, we just go over old nostalgia TV, and one, we just make fun of old horror movies a series at a time. Uh, Right now, we're doing all of the Children of the Corn movies, and those are terrible. Yeah, that's Um, a rough ride. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after two, they're all straight to video, and I don't think they've stopped making them. Anyway, we have a Patreon, and it's patreon.com slash pumpkin spice podcast. I'm employing a Lawrence native, Cameron Birdsall, uh, as our editor. So all of our Patreon money just goes into paying a Kansas boy to edit the podcasts. So nice. 
If anyone has an extra dollar, they can go there and do that. But that's all I'll say about that. Hell yeah. You know, we, we should talk we, in the next episode. We should talk about that, too. We'll talk about those twice because I want to talk about the TV show show. And I want to okay. ask a question. I want to ask a question about truck drivers. Well, we'll come back to that <laughs> in the next episode. So, li- listeners, you stay. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back for a week next week. All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, man. We'll, we'll see. We'll see you again in a minute slash a week. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Double Deuce. If you want to get a hold of us, feel free to like our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com backslash Double Deuce Podcast, or catch us on Twitter at Double Deuce Pod. Yeah, and also you need to be liking and subscribing, please, because that'd be a real nice thing to do. And in, in these trying times, one nice thing done in the world makes more world for everyone, you know? That's from the Bible. And make sure to leave them a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. It helps the show grow and yeah. fi- find its way above that algorithm. That's what I meant to say, 